Hello, everybody, and welcome to a new episode of the RV Podcast. And this week, we learn what RVers want, why the RV lifestyle is so important to them, and what they're looking for when they go shopping for an RV. And all this and more on our RV Podcast 363. Welcome, everyone. I'm Mike Rodland, and this is my lifelong traveling companion and my bride, Jennifer. Hi, my dear. Hello, Michael. We just returned from the world's largest RV show in Hershey, Pennsylvania. And we had a ball. Um, We didn't know what to expect. The show was canceled, as you know, last year and many other shows still canceled this year. Hershey's on. There's a few others on. But man, did the people show up. They sure did. And why not? With over 1,200 RVs to look at. Yeah, there were a lot of them. Some brand new models introduced. But a huge turnout. The first day, Wednesday, was so busy, it took two hours to get through security into the show. Uh, By the time we got there towards the weekend, it had smoothed out, but it was still, by the time you drove in, parked, made your way through the line, it still took every minute of, every bit of about 45 minutes, but. So that wasn't too bad, 45 minutes. And we get to make friends with people. And, you know, people were so pleasant and they weren't bothered by the weight, I don't think at all. We just want to say how much we appreciated meeting so many of our fans uh, and followers. Uh, you, you guys made us feel so welcome. Uh, we ended up uh, talking to many of you, and that is going to be the thrust of today's podcast. Uh, we're going to talk about the things that you told us that you want in an RV, why they're important and what the RV lifestyle means to you. That's going to be in our interview of the week. And that's coming up in just a few minutes. You'll meet many of the folks that we talked to at Hershey. And I think you'll be impressed by uh, how well prepared they were to go shopping. They really were. They were. I mean, if you're going to go take your notes, do your homework, be ready. Now we had a video that came out Saturday. And I think what you said at the beginning is there was just so much happiness there. People were just thrilled to be there at the show. (laughs) Hey, we want to, uh, before we get to the interview of the week, we want to start off with uh, a special announcement about one of our giveaways. It's time for another sweepstakes in which about twice a month, we find some really unique RV products that we can give away. And this week, it is a great one for you pet owners. It's called... A waggle cam. The waggle cam. What's that, you ask? (laughs) It's this. This is the waggle cam. It is a little Wi-Fi camera that you put in your RV for your pet to keep tabs on what your pet is doing. But what is so neat like this, it'll come to your smartphone. You can call it up and look and how your pet's doing. And you can take it in your home, too. When you're not in the RV, you could bring it in your house. But you can see your pet. But the you can coolest, talk to your pet. You can talk to them. But and the coolest thing is. The most exciting part is you can launch a treat. <laughs> you can. You load, your pet. you load treats in this thing. And you can say, you know, hey, Bo, you want a treat? I shouldn't say that. Bo is in here. <laughs> and it will spit out a treat. Honest, it really will. Uh, look, here's a little picture of what it's like. I'm going to do a video on it this week, and I'll show you. We'll let Bo be a Bo get has some never been good at catching, so this might be just the tool <laughs> to teach him how to catch. Right. But anyway, this is the $200 value. We're going to give that away, as well as the Waggle Pet Monitor, Pet Safety Monitor, which lets you know the temperature inside your RV. It's all free to enter this. It's a sweepstakes, random drawings. They'll be announced on uh, October 3rd. October 3rd. And nine different ways to enter. Yep. And you can enter as many times as you want. Yep. And uh, you, you can find it all at uh, rvlifestyle.com sweepstakes. rvlifestyle.com slash sweepstakes. And uh, I think that you will find it uh, pretty cool. It's uh, it's very neat. We got some great emails from some of you and one from a person named Denise that we want to share. Denise uh, sent us a photo, actually she posted it on our RV Lifestyle Facebook group, and uh, she called it Early RVers. And really, uh, it is a pretty cool picture. It showed that boondocking has been around for a long time, right? It sure has been around for a long time. Everybody was a boondocker. Yeah, this is a picture from somewhere in the 20s, not too far around the Great Depression time. Uh, It looked like a Model T Ford, and it had a canvas tent, uh, like a little slide out that they built on this thing. And it was a family 
uh, in camp chairs all around it somewhere. It looked like in the West, I think they were. Mm -hmm. But it was a historical photo of early RVers. And I was pretty impressed with that. When we were at the Hershey show, we saw uh, uh, from the uh, Motorhome RV Motorhome Hall of Fame, they had sent an exhibit about a a folding tent camper they had on display. Remember that? Oh, yeah. It caught my eye. Yeah, it was. A- it had two regular sized beds inside. It was supposed to be able to sleep four people, canvas. It even had a spittoon. It a spittoon. Like. In case you need a spittoon. <laughs> I thought it was out. Uh, I thought potty. it was a chamber pot. But <laughs> yeah, but it didn't have a lid. I don't, yeah, so I, don't I think, think it was, was a spittoon. It was a spittoon. <laughs> Same thing, though. <laughs> you know, it's pretty disgusting. But uh, and that was from, I think, 1929 or 30. It was right during the Great Depression. It was towed by a truck. And it said that for some people who didn't have homes, this is what they could afford to have for a home. So a lot of history with it. So uh, but we thank uh, Denise for uh, posting uh, a photo on our Facebook group that we can share. And those of you who watch our uh, YouTube RV lifestyle version of this podcast, uh, you can see it, uh, see it there. The next one we had uh, was a, a photo that was sent in by a uh, Facebook member named Tony. And uh, it was it's the cutest picture because it's a pup sitting by his doghouse and the doghouse is just like a, a trailer. Yep. So not only are the people camping, their pup has got a camper as well. Yeah. And uh, the, she called that one. He's camping too. And it was cute pretty picture. cool. It was a very, very cute, very cute, uh, cute picture. Somebody was pretty talented to make that. Yes, it was. And then uh, we wanted to share some stuff that uh, our friend, Eric Anderson, Eric, uh, we're going to have Eric on the podcast. He and his wife, Jean have been traveling full time now for a year and just having a great time. But he posted a photo from uh, on our RV Lifestyle Facebook group of the crowds at Zion National Park. Even after Labor Day. Even after Labor Day, Eric got to the park at 5.30 in the morning to take the shuttle scheduled at 6 a.m. Wow. And (laughs) uh, he was number 65 in line with 80 people behind him. 80 so people, he was there at 5.30. The shuttle was at 6. 80 people behind him. And he was uh, number 65. That's how crowded it was. And this was uh, just a, a couple of weeks ago. It was after Labor Day. So uh, the crowds are still there at uh, our national parks. All right. Uh, the interview of the week. Our conversations at Hershey with real RVers about what they want, what's important to them. Uh, and what the RV lifestyle means to them. I think they're going to enjoy this. I think they will. It's coming right up. Tired of overcrowded campgrounds? Competing for reservations? Paying high fees for sites? Well, ownership is an emerging trend in RVing that might be right for you. Jennifer and I visited the Landings, a lakefront community just west of Nashville, Tennessee, that offers incredible lakefront RV properties up to 70 times the size of typical RV lots with frontage on the biggest lake in Tennessee. We loved it. The scenery is breathtaking, and you own it outright. Not a timeshare. Your property, your way. You can have your own private dock. You can landscape, garden. They're pet-friendly. It's gated and secure with high-speed internet. There's even free RV and boat storage. A wonderful place to make your home base. No more calling around for reservations. It's ready whenever you want. Dockable lakefronts starting at only $59,900. There's financing and big discounts on multi-lot packages. For information, visit rvlakes.com. That's rvlakes.com. Fall is just around the corner, so it's time to start thinking about prepping for the off-season. And whether you own an RV, a travel trailer, or a camper, EmpireCovers.com is here to help you protect all your vehicles against Mother Nature. EmpireCovers.com offers high-quality, affordable covers that are engineered to protect. Every cover comes with a free multi-year warranty to guarantee that it remains durable over time. If you're not in need of a full cover, Empire has just launched a line of RV rooftop covers that keep the roof of your RV clean and protected from UV rays. Listeners can receive free shipping and 60% off the original price of their cover order. Visit EmpireCovers.com slash RV Lifestyle or use the promo code RV60 at checkout. EmpireCovers.com. Protect what you love. 
Welcome back. And now it's time for the interview of the week on the RV podcast. And this is an interview. Uh, it's actually a series of interviews that we did uh, in Hershey mm -hmm. uh, at the uh, America's largest uh, RV show. And these are all folks who basically came up to us. A lot of them recognized us. Uh, we uh, even had gifts given to us by a, a few of them. And it was really fun uh, to uh, to meet so many of you. But we had a really great conversation about the things that are important and how important, especially during this last year, the RV lifestyle has been to many people. I was amazed. Yeah. Uh, what, there's some great insight that people give. And in the process, many of them are shopping for an RV, uh, some to buy right away, some uh, down the line a little bit. But uh, I was amazed at how well informed they were. And uh, if uh, I worked for an RV manufacturer or if I was owned an RV dealership, I'd make all my salespeople, all my tech people, all my designers, all my uh, uh, production line people. I'd make them watch this video about what RVers want. Please enjoy meeting all of our friends from the Hershey RV Show. We are huge fans. And subscribers. And subscribers. Oh, Definitely yep. subscribe. RV They're Lifestyle. Awesome. RV Lifestyle. They're amazing. Tell us yep. your name. Yeah. John, Amy, and Thomas are from Syracuse, New York. Syracuse, New York. So what do you guys think of the show so far? Uh, this is our first time. Overwhelming. <laughs> yeah. yep. A little overwhelming. It's our that, first time. The line this morning, it was a little overwhelming. Yeah. But once you get inside, it's not bad. You yeah. get to see what you need so to see. Do you have an RV? We do. Yeah, we have yes. a travel trailer. And what are you looking for? Our forever camper. Yes. <laughs> We're on our our second now, Research. and we're going for our third forever camper. Yes, yeah. and once he retires. And what, are, what are you looking for? What kind of stuff? Uh, probably grand design. That's uh, what we're looking trailer. at. Yep. Yeah. Yep. What about the delays and ordering? Have you asked around about that? What do they They just you? told us it's between four, four and, and six, six months, months. Yeah. if we place an order today. Which, you know, that would be fine because it's not We're from the northeast, there's winter, so. Right, yeah. it's not going to cut you know, into the season and, yeah. you know, we would still have our RV, so if it went into the next season, we could still use it, so. So what's the last year and a half been like for you guys yeah, in terms of RVing and all the craziness out it's there? It's been awesome. Yeah, actually, I it, mean, uh, last year was a challenge, but um, they everywhere we went, there was either extra spaces or half of them were empty or yeah, whatever. So we didn't have any trouble last year. And this year, New York State had opened up camping bookings early for this year. So we had already yeah. booked all our camping trips. We had 17 or 18 trips yeah. this year and yeah. we haven't had any trouble so at all. It's been, it nothing. has not affected us. It's been great. Yeah. That is great to hear. Yep. Yeah. And that camping has really been the only escape we've had from the quarantine and everything right. else. So it's been perfect. Yep. It's been wonderful. So it really has meant something. Oh, oh yeah. It's, it's definitely huge. brought us I don't know what together. we would have done without camping <laughs> yeah. over the pandemic because being in your house for so long, at least this gave our family, we got outside, we got to experience things that we yeah. Wouldn't have experienced wonderful. inside, so it was it was really nice. I would say. I, do you have an RV, David? You looking for one? I'm looking for one. Yes. Yeah. I like to have a class C. You know. Yep. Yes. What has caused you to want to jump into the RV lifestyle? Well, uh, back in the winter, I had a heart attack, and it had me, you know, really uh, reconsider the things that I thought were important. But the biggest thing. Uh, I was in the United States Marine Corps. I've seen more places around the world than I have in the country. I want to see, you know, the Grand Tetons and Mount Rushmore. You know? So, so you're looking for a class C? Exactly. To live that RV lifestyle. That's right. Like I said, that is a great reason. Yeah. Do you travel alone, family, dog? Uh, me and my significant other, you know, she's like, want to hop on the airplane and, you know, go to Paris type. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, she'll do this because I want to do it as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, what, you're looking for a class C? What brands have you been looking at? Well, I looked at the Thors. I looked at uh, the Winnebago's. Uh, also, I kind of looked at Class B's too, but uh, so far to see this is, is going to be the year. Yes, yes, and, for sure. And uh, that uh, heart attack caused uh, you to zap and figure out what's important. Exactly, and that's great. Thank you. Hope we meet you out there on the road. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate it. It's good talking to you. So we just met a couple. They wouldn't go on camera, and have perhaps the most interesting story of anybody we have met here. They have, let me get this right, they have owned uh, 15 RVs in, in six, six years. six years. They and, take uh, them on one trip, maybe two, and so, then they get something else. And they sell them. 
And uh, I think they now they still own three, right? He said that. I didn't hear that part. And uh, he said that that if you buy quality, yes, you can uh, usually sell it for what you have invested in it or more. Particularly now in this market. And you take care of it. Take care of it. You yeah. wax it. You wash it. You take very good care of it. And he said he shopped uh, up until now. It's of course a seller's market, but. He would find what he wanted, what it was worth. He would call every dealer and say, this is what I'm prepared to pay. Will you sell it to me? And he would go and get it. Use it sometimes, sometimes one trip, but it's kind of like flipping houses. He would just flip RVs and they use them themselves, right? Yes. But a really interesting story. He just wouldn't go on camera. No, wouldn't go on camera, <sighs> but the most interesting story I've ever heard. Yeah. Young couple, probably 40s, right? Yeah, from, maybe. From, from maybe. down south someplace. Oh well, but we're gonna tell their story anyway, which we just did. <laughs> so did you guys just buy something? Yeah, we got a Jayco Seismic uh, at the end of last year. We've gone camping about five times so far this year. We love it. What has the last year meant to you guys? Crazy. We got in and the timing of our getting into camping has been really crazy with the pandemic, as you guys know. Um, we got our fifth wheel before the crazy market went, but the campgrounds are all super crowded, so it's kind of hard to find camp camping spots. But we're, since we're just getting into it, we're kind of staying local and doing small trips at state parks. And as we're finding out, the fifth wheels are kind of hard to get in and out of the fifth state parks. Yeah. <laughs> Is that been the biggest challenge? I'd say so. Um, we've been able to find spots and stuff whenever, and you know, it's been a week or two in advance. Uh, are you guys shopping? Yes, yes we, we are. are. Yeah. We Currently, we have a 25-foot motorhome, and we're looking, we don't know if we want to get a little bit bigger motorhome or a towable or a fifth wheel. We don't know yet. Well, you did some looking here. What did you decide? Well, we haven't really decided. We're we're leaning toward a mini winnie. Um, we're looking for something with a permanent bed in the back. Yep. So How those are is that that's number one. Very important. Yeah, we just we're tired of the jackknife couch and making the bed all the time. So yeah. Yep. What other things you're looking for? Uh, let's see that and small. 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 We don't want anything small. under over 30 foot. Small, yeah. Um, not so much solar. We like solar, but we're not super convinced we would use, need it. So, are you guys shopping for an RV? No, we bought one. We wanted one kind of like what y'all had. Couldn't find them. Three year wait. She's getting ready to retire. So, we're going to hit the road. I've been retired for five years. And yeah, we've we done all this before COVID, we just, but we just found a good used one. Really good price, hardly used. What was the main factor in buying the RV? We wanted a small one like what y'all have. We don't want to tow a car. We got dogs, they go with us. So there could be restaurants and everything. What did you get? Uh, Got a Forest River. 2018 Forest River. 2016. You brand new RV? Brand new from March of 2021. What'd you get? I got a 2021 Escape trailer from uh, Canada. Uh, they actually brought it across the border. They brought it across the border for us and then we picked it up in Sumas, Washington and, and we've been going ever since. So what's this year been like for you? Okay. It, it's actually been pretty good. My wife is still working, but as long as she's telecommuting, basically, we, we just have to have a cell phone wherever we are uh, so that she can work. But otherwise, I've, we've just been going around the country and it's been pretty good. Uh, a lot of places are fairly friendly and I haven't encountered too many COVID issues per se. What was the big factor in buying the unit you bought? So my wife really likes the fiberglass RVs for their waterproofing. Um, and, and then amongst them, we really like the escape trailers. So we, we went and looked at, the, uh, well, we couldn't go to Canada to look at them specifically, but we re researched as much as we could about them and actually took a chance on buying it unseen. And it, it's worked out fairly well for us. Only a few minor issues. And they brought it across the way. Yeah. Unseen. Yeah. Yep. So that first day was picking it up and, and it was uh, an interesting go for sure. But uh, we were we were pretty good and, and didn't have any many issues at all. Look, look who's here. 
We've seen you guys four years in a row. What RV did you finally buy? We didn't get one yet. We're still looking. No. <laughs> this can't be. I thought you were going to invite us out to the parking lot to show us the RV that you want. We're closer to doing that now. But this has been like four years. Yes. Well, we're four officially years. empty nesters now. Before we met us, we still had children that were in high school and just getting out of the house. So we're officially, it's just us now. We're ready. A little so, bit yeah. of private school, educational monies, not needed anymore. And, and now it's like, so what are you looking for? What do you think? What do you, what do you, what do you think? You, you've been looking for four years, so you got to have a list. We are definitely going to be a B or what you call a B plus. It won't be any better. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Any bigger than that because it's just going to be her and I. Yeah, I definitely want something that I can travel more with durability. I need something that has a lot of space for two, the two of us, but as well if we have guests or grandchildren in the future, something that kind of can accommodate all of us. And because I'm from Florida, most of my family's back home in Ocala. So I want to be able to kind of do some campgrounds there, be able to boondock when we need to. We don't want anything super large. We kind of want to be able to get in and out of parking lots and, you know, different campgrounds with ease. And I'll probably be doing most of the driving since, you know, he, he has what I call, you know, shiny object syndrome. So he's going to be looking all over the place. I'm more of a focused driver. So a B is I I ideal for me. <laughs> so same time, same time, place next year, but you'll have one, right? Maybe. Definitely. <laughs> What do you think? Well, I I'll think go after that- she said definitely. It'll be definitely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. That- what? We have watched a hundred of your YouTube videos. <laughs> well, are you going to watch this one? This yeah, absolutely. I'm going to look for it. <laughs> it's been, where are you all from? Delaware. Are you looking for one? Yes. Or, yeah? Yes. What are you looking Either for? Either a B or a C. We're not certain yet. We're looking around. Yeah? Yep. What, what, is, what excites you guys? Everything. We just like to adventure. Yeah. 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 <laughs> has anything caught your eye? You know. Oh, yeah. All, a lot of stuff has caught our eye. <laughs> so what's your thoughts of the show? and what you're seeing so far? Oh, it's awesome. This is a great, great place to come and get some ideas. I love the color. Yeah. Yeah. You can't beat a show. Ah, no, you can't beat a show. Nice. Uh, getting to see things. I mean, then you want things you didn't even know that exactly. needed. Exactly. Yeah. Well, thank you for great saying Great to meet hi. you. It's always great to hear. Bye-bye. Bye. We love watching you guys and you're just so much fun and we love your videos. Oh, thank you. Are you shopping for an RV? Well, we've had RVs for a good 10, 15 years, but you know, there's always something better. What's this? <laughs> this is my list of all the different B models that I want to look at and then there's like 25 pages wait, wait, of all the wait, questions wait. I need to ask. Let me see. Go to a random question. A random question is, um, is it you know, is it okay to use the mobile RV tech for service? Do they have the mosquito netting? What's the lithium battery? What's the water capacity? What's so the solar power? Serious research. serious research for the last nine months. Absolutely. Look at this. Look at this. <laughs> Yeah, I have a lot, and I have. I bought your RV checklist. Oh, look at that! Yes, your buying guide. I, I have, I have done. My husband thinks I'm crazy. Here's another 56-page document. How would you like to be the salesman when she whips out that list? <laughs> No, so I just, that it's is a really huge, smart, no, it's a huge, well, you've educated, you and uh, Jennifer have educated me, um, and it's a really serious, it's an investment, it's a really serious investment, it's, it's a lot of money, and, it is um, the most, yeah, it's the most expensive it's thing, most expensive it's, it's almost as expensive as our house, and I, it, yeah, it's, so, everybody, we're laughing at this, but this is so smart, this, this is yeah, so smart, yeah, I, I think so, what did the salesman do, though, what did yeah. you rip that out on him, sorry, well, Again, if they don't want to talk to me, then that, they lose it. But I think it's important for us to be educated because there's so much. What, what is the lithium capacity? How much the solar is there? What's the water tank for the gray? What's the freshwater tank? Is it insulated? I mean, there's so many um, things like, you know, does it have a refrigerator and a, you know, freezer? What? How many people does it sleep? How big is the bed? Is it big enough for me and my husband to fit? And there's just, there's hundreds of details to know. And I think it's important to know. Do you think the salespeople are well informed talk to them they vary I actually at this show there are some that are well informed I have seen at this show I've been to a few dealers not so much yeah and um yeah, I'm not. We're not ready to buy yet. Our kids are still young. Once our kids are in college, um, this is going to be just for myself and my husband to explore North America. 
it was so much fun meeting all those people. It really was. And the neat thing about that show, uh, about any RV show, and I think probably a bigger reason we go than anything else is to meet so many of you. Uh, we did a meet and greet while we were there. And a lot of people showed up. It was really fun. Uh, you know, uh, just hearing the stories and putting faces with some of the were names that we've seen, you know, on our live streams when you make comments or from email. But a lot of you were people we met for the first time. And, uh, and it's fun. It was really fun. Uh, Brian and Precipity were two of our friends that we met there. And we have been with meeting them for four or five years in a row. <laughs> And uh, they're still shopping, <laughs> but they got it zoomed in and they come every year and, and uh, just uh, was great. so encouraging to meet all those folks. It is. And it is good to spend a lot of time, especially when, you know, got a couple years before you retire, you can walk away and live that dream. It keeps you going. Yeah. So what was your favorite part of the show? Meeting everybody. Yeah, me too. Me too. Did you see anything that you really liked? You always see things that you like. Yeah. I mean, I was surprised you didn't want the kayak on the roof. Uh, yeah. You know, I wondered about that. Did we, in our video, we showed, uh, Jennifer did this little bit where she said, uh, uh, it's all the rain we've had. We're going to have to have this as standard equipment on all RVs. And it was a little kayak boat on the roof of a bunch of, of uh, trailers. Oh, then you would have to be careful. How would you get those up there? I'm not quite sure, but you would have to uh, be careful what you tried to drive under. Yeah. Yeah, and we'll have a story about that uh, in our News of the Week coming up. And you're not going to want to miss this one. Uh, if you uh, uh, worry about running into something as you're traveling, I think we can add to your nightmare. So <laughs> stay with us after this happen. break. When we're asked, what's the most important modification we made to our RV? It's an easy answer. Battleborn batteries. Battleborn batteries are quality, safe, reliable lithium batteries that allow us to stay out there off the grid longer. Lithium batteries charge faster, they charge fuller, they're longer lasting, they're maintenance free. And Battleborn batteries are protected by a 10 year guarantee. Now, in our case, they just dropped into the existing AGM batteries that we have. And they'll probably be the same on your rig too. Battleborn battery experts can get those in your rig just like they did with ours. They can also match you up with the right cabling, the inverter, the charger, the solar controller, everything. Jennifer and I swear by our Battleborn batteries. They allow us to boondock off the grid. Check them out. Go to rvlifestyle.com slash lithium. rvlifestyle.com slash lithium. All RVers need specialized emergency transportation coverage to cover air and ground ambulances, return to home services, and vehicle return. You only have a 68% chance that those services will be completely covered by your major medical. Sad reality is that a lot of people believe they have that coverage, but it turns out most carriers that claim to cover air ambulances only cover you for a hospital-to-hospital -hospital transfer and offer no coverage to get you to the initial hospital in the first place. The truth is 68% of air ambulances are hospital-to-hospital. -hospital. Here's a map of all the places in the U.S that getting to the hospital in the golden hour is not possible without an air ambulance. And with an average cost of $52,481 for an air ambulance, why would you take the risk? Go to peaceofmindforrvs.com today and take a look at the true emergency transportation coverage they offer that covers it all. The coverage can save your life and your life savings. Check it out, peaceofmindforrvs.com. Jennifer and I are members, and we urge you to consider it too. Peace of mind for RVs.com. Welcome back, everybody. Time now for the RV News of the Week. we got a lot of news for you this week. What's our first story? Our first story comes from Glacier National Park. The numbers are in, and Glacier National Park's ticketed entry system to drive on Going to the Sun Road led to a 12% decrease in vehicles this year compared to 2019. The goal of the ticketed program, which led to some confusion and some complaints, was to decrease the amount of traffic, particularly during certain times. While overall numbers for going to the Sun were down, other park entries were up. Vehicle entry at Two Medicine was up almost 33%. 
and Norfolk was up almost 20% over 2019 numbers. This means the park still did experience increased traffic and related traffic problems elsewhere. All the information is going to be studied and a decision on what visitors should expect in 2022 will be out this fall. You know that they're going to do that again. They're going to probably do it even more. Yeah. And they'll probably stick it everywhere. I mean, look at at what Eric showed us at uh, Zion with all that traffic there. Uh, And Zion has always been one of the most crowded and they have to use this shuttle bus system. The buses start at 6 a.m. You saw the crowds in, in our previous segment, but... So they're going to do this again. And uh, and you can't blame the National Park Service. I mean, they're trying to control all this, this unprecedented interest. Can you imagine if they just opened the floodgates and let everybody come in? People would be abandoning their cars alongside the road. Yeah. Oh. It would be absolute chaos. Yeah. So we don't like it. Do you remember the time we were at the first time we went to Glacier? We came in the west entrance and there was this was nine years ago, eight years ago. And there was so many people coming in that they didn't even bother to check for passes. They didn't even charge you to go in. They just said, come on through, come on through. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. How could I forget? And that, I mean, that was a long, that was before this surge. So Right. So and we even lucked out and we got a camping spot yeah. that year. Yeah, barely lucked out. Barely but, out. I mean, we got a camping spot when it was that crowded. Well, speaking of national parks, we have a tragic story from Yellowstone. And a lot of questions around this one, but this was... Uh, A 19-year-old Rhode Island woman was airlifted to a hospital after suffering second and third degree burns Mm. uh, on 5% of her body from uh, the Old Faithful area at Yellowstone National Park. Now, the, the, the Park Service issued a press release about this, and they didn't say how she got those burns. Uh, They said that the incident was, quote, under investigation, but it reminded everybody that, so this is what I think probably happened, that the ground in those hydrothermal areas, uh, you know, on the other side of the fence or outside the boardwalks, it's very fragile. It's very thin. Scalding water is just beneath the surface. Uh, There are boardwalks in the area, many signs everywhere warning visitors, don't leave the boardwalk. So uh, how this happened, we don't know, but uh, that's what the Park Service is warning everybody about. I'm sure they'll release more information. And by the way, Yellowstone uh, last month in August set a record for a monthly visit in that month, 921,884 visitors to Yellowstone. In one month, almost a million people. I wonder how much it is... Normally, I wonder how much that is up from past years. I don't know, but but considerably. And remember, this is mostly without Canadian visitors, usually, wow. or foreign or visitors. Foreign visitors. Usually, there's massive amounts there's of bus tours from uh, Asia. Uh, lots of Canadians come in and visit. Uh, so this is without all that, pretty much all domestic Ooh, travel. Yeah, That is incredible. Now we've got our couple who crash into a railroad trestle with their class A, realizing too late their RV was too tall to clear. Ooh. Oh, how we all worry about that, don't we? Oh, we do. We yeah. do. Two people were injured and taken to a local hospital after they tried to drive their 13-foot 2013 diplomat under a railroad trestle that was nine feet nine inches. That's a lot of difference. Uh, it's thirteen that's, foot high, high, by the way, not 13 long. Foot thirteen high. foot high. Yeah, that, yeah, that's a lot. The couple who were front were in Missouri when this happened. They're going to be okay, but their RV Class A is not. For those who uh, watch the video version of the podcast on our RV Lifestyle channel on YouTube, we'll show a photo. For those listening to the audio version, we'll post a link in the show notes at RVLifestyle.com. This story is a good reminder to be sure to know how tall your rig is and whether you can clear overhead bridges. Yeah, it is. And uh, we have a related topic, not just bridges that you have to watch out for. Uh, This was posted uh, on our RV Lifestyle Facebook group by one of our members, uh, and it was of uh, an RVer towing what looked like a very expensive fifth wheel, and they tried to go through the drive-in line for a Dairy Queen. Can you imagine that? You know, you know, the, those, you know, there's the, the a straight, straight left turn, straight left turn, you know, to pick it up. And anyway, they tried to go through and the, the trailer, the fifth wheel caught the corner of the building. Uh, 
And it shows they, they took out their cell phone and they showed uh, the wheel, uh, the fifth wheel smashing into part of the roof. And you'd think then that the driver knew what had happened, but, uh, you know, that you can't make such a turn. But he backed up and then he accelerated again, trying to make the turn. And he kept doing this over and again, repeatedly striking the, the building. And he was revving up his engine, trying to kind of pull through and smoke was coming from his tires. Um, you you got to wonder, right? Well, it made the time pass quickly for those that were behind him, waiting their turn to pick up whatever they ordered. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> no, true. That is, um, is, what can I say? Yeah, I'm not You gonna, know, yeah, I mean, I wonder what he thought he was hitting. I don't know. I don't know, but it, I don't was, know. it, was, it was sad to watch. It, yeah. You know, people will want to know, how do we know, uh, help us plan drives, how do we know what overpasses I have to worry about? Uh, when you have something that tall, 13 feet, you really want to pay attention to it. Um, we use uh, the RV Trip Wizard to help us plan, and it has some features on it that will um, help you find over height roads, uh, you know, or over roads where your vehicle would be over height. So uh, we'll put a link to that in the show notes for this episode. Uh, at rvlifestyle.com. rvlifestyle.com, of course, is our travel blog. And normally it's very well posted. Yes, you it know, is. You know, how high it is, what the clearance is. And if in doubt, don't do it. So we have been reporting on the weather all the time. Uh, every uh, episode in the, over the summer, uh, what's the latest on the fire? Okay. Wildfires continue to threat giant 2,000-year-old sequoia trees in California. Wildfires started by lightning continue to burn through Sequoia National Park and Sequoia National Forest. Sequoia National Park is home to five of the 10 tallest trees in the world, the largest one called General Sherman Tree. So far, that grove that is home to these five trees is protected, with uh, firefighters placing fire-resistant coverings on the tree's bases. But other groves of ancient sequoias, some more than 2,000 years old and 200 feet high, are not as safe. Wildfires have been a particular problem this summer in much of the West because of extremely dry conditions and heat. As of this episode, there's still more than 100 wildfires burning Wow! throughout a lot of the West. Well, have you seen all of the monarch butterflies lately? I mean, in the last, uh, over the summer, we watched them show up in late spring. Well, now they're on the move again. And uh, the uh, butterfly migration uh, experts tell us is well underway. Uh, and that can be something that's really fun on your camping journeys to mm-hmm. uh, to see. Uh, these monarchs are amazing. They're beautiful. I mean, every fall, thousands of them leave their their homes in Canada and the northern U.S., uh, southern Canada, and they fly to their winter home in the southern U.S. and in Mexico. Um, last week, observers said that uh, they were uh, they were just starting their move. They were largely in Iowa, Illinois, Michigan, and the Ohio areas. And uh, if you're camping in these areas, or if you're heading south of there and you want to find them, uh, we will put a link in the show notes for this episode on our RVLifestyle.com travel blog uh, to a map. And this is a map that's really cool. It lets you see where the migration is at any particular part of time. So you can kind of plan your trips that way. You can say, oh, we're going to see monarchs. If we go down here, we wait a day or two, they're on their way. And you'll be amazed at how far these delicate little creatures can travel in a day. Absolutely. Beautiful and amazing. Yep, it is. All right. When we come back, RV questions of the week and your comments about our recent uh, content. When we're in a road trip, we always seem to find a way to stop at a Camping World Center. There are over 225 Camping World locations across the country, and there's always one close by when we need parts and accessories for our RV or just on a shop. In fact, uh, we have so much fun with uh, Camping World, and as we talk about it as one of our sponsors, they have agreed to offer a 10% discount if you use the coupon code RVLIFESTYLE10 when you buy $99 or more in merchandise. You'll find everything you want 
from outdoor furniture and appliances, the ones you see us use in our videos and that we talk about here in the podcast. RV extras that include everything from camping chairs to fire pits, electrical accessories, must-have gadgets. Check them all out. And again, don't forget, use the coupon code RVLIFESTYLE10 when you visit CampingWorld.com. Have you had it with overbooked, overcrowded campgrounds? Then check out Harvest Hosts, where RVers can overnight for free at more than 2,400 wineries, farms, microbreweries, golf courses, and attractions. Harvest Host is a membership service for those with self-contained RVs looking for unique, beautiful, and peaceful overnight camping experiences across North America. When you become a member of Harvest Host, you can camp for free at all these places. Jennifer and I are Harvest Host members, and we've made so many great memories at Harvest Host locations. There's no charge for camping, and your Harvest Host membership fee is easily made up with just a couple of stays. Plus, you have awesome places to stay. If you use our special affiliate link of rvlifestyle.com slash HH, you'll automatically get 15% off the cost of your membership. That's 15% off, but you must use the special link, rvlifestyle.com slash HH. Welcome back, everybody. Time now for our RV questions and feedback of the week. And let's start off this week with uh, some feedback from uh, recent stories that we've done. This first one comes from somebody who calls themselves uh, NC Jewel. And uh, they heard our uh, recent episode uh, about RV repair horror stories. And they passed along one of their own. Uh, Here's what they wrote us. They said, I had a nightmare experience Labor Day Friday. The Thursday before Labor Day, I was having blind spot cameras and a general maintenance done in my RV. The tech told me that if he took my RV home, he could have it done for me by Friday. I said, that'd be great. My RV had been in the shop for two weeks already, having a general fix up and going over as I just bought it used. Come the next day, Friday before Labor Day, the tech texted me and said he felt ill, sick, and he felt that he couldn't bring it back as he felt it wasn't safe for him to drive, feeling as he did. I told him I was uncomfortable with not bringing my RV back to shop, and I wondered, uh, could I come and pick it up at his house? He said no. He texted me and said he would 100% have my RV back at the shop that afternoon, Friday. Long story short, I didn't get my RV back until 10 p.m. that night after reporting my Class B camper van as stolen. All of this, lessons learned. So what was happening is the tech figured he's got a weekend camping thing. He can borrow that thing and go off camping, don't you think? Oh, that's that's what it sounds like. And when he reported it stolen, he figured he better get it back. He better get it back. It's so sad that you can't trust people. You know, you... It's just a shame. But but no reputable tech is going to take your RV home with you. So that's the first red flag that goes yeah. up. So be really careful about that. And somebody offers something very unusual like that. Um, and then what else have we heard from our folks? Well, we've got another story here about uh, we just spent a month mooch docking with our kids in Tennessee. Then after spending two weeks in uh, our other son's driveway in Pennsylvania. It was so great to not be dependent on them for our sleeping space, bathroom, or groceries. We have a restored 15-foot vintage 1964 Frolic camper. Wow. So it fits in any driveway and still leaves room for their cars. We get to spend time with the grandkids, take them to fun places, do regular life with them, which is a treat when you live seven and 14 hours away. We have our adventure cat with us, and she is content to have run of her kingdom while we are away. We even went camping in the Finger Lake region of New York with our kids. It's a great way to visit, and we love it. And that that came from uh, uh, one of our followers on YouTube, on the RV Lifestyle channel on YouTube, named uh, PCLoose07. So, um, yeah, we do a lot of mooch stocking. It is. It's it's wonderful. You don't feel like you're interfering or a burden. Your kids have their space. You have your space. And you get to see the grandkids and have fun. Yeah. Every Sunday uh, on the RV Lifestyle channel on YouTube, we answer viewer questions live for an hour. Uh, And since it's now starting to cool down in some parts of the country, many of you are going to be firing up 
your RV heaters for the first time. And if you have a new RV and you've never had the heater on before, uh, we want to tell you about that it can emit some really obnoxious odors. That came up in one of our recent uh, uh, RV lifestyle uh, Ask Us Anything programs. So we'll share that with you right now. This is from Johnny Lightning. Johnny, sounds like Johnny Lightning and the yeah. Rockets. Sounds like an old hey guys, 50s rock a, band. It's been a while since I caught one of your live shows. Lots going on. I bought a Nexus Ghost 36 DS about a month ago. Haven't been out yet, but getting ready. You know, isn't that perhaps the most enjoyable time with the new RV is getting ready Getting out there, thinking about where you're going to go, where you're going to put stuff and where things are and putting, I mean, I, I'm thrilled for you. Turn on your heat before you need it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Listen, that is really good. If that's new, I don't know if you got an old one or not, but if you got a new one, anytime anybody buys an RV, a new RV, turn on the heat, the heater. Nobody writes this or tells you this, but trust us from somebody who's gone through it a couple of times. When the heater first comes on, it stinks toxic. to high heaven. Mm-hmm. It's I'd say it's toxic. <laughs> yes. I don't know if it is. Really, I don't know, but, but it's nasty. Oh, this, you know, because it has to burn off this coating and paint. Oh, and I don't know what happened to us uh, the first time we were out in the desert out by Quartzsite. And we were freezing and we turned on the heat and then the oh, smoke detectors oh, going off. Smoke, it just, oh. We had to open up the windows. I mean, we, it wasn't a big deal, but why? Well, we ran it, had it, we ran it, you had to run it a number of hours and then it kind of burned off all that stuff. But yeah, so why go through that? And the second time was on our new wonder. We needed it and we, uh, we tried. We didn't learn. Well, we didn't have any choice. It it got unexpectedly cold. Uh, so now the first thing I do when when I get a new RV is I'm going to, I'm going to take a side and turn on the heat and let that run for a few hours. So congratulations, Johnny, for your new, your new RV. 36 feet. That's a good size. Mm Yeah, that we were in Quartzsite, right? Yes. And uh, it was uh, it was actually a borrowed RV, and it was fairly new. And I don't think the heater, you know, then in Arizona, I don't think the heater had ever been on, and it got really cold out in the desert. It was so cold, and we turned on that heater. <laughs> the smoke detectors the going on. Smoke up. detectors blaring, and uh, the smell. Oh, oh, it was so toxic. So then it was so cold and we had all the windows open trying to air the place out. We did that, I think, the next day out in the desert. We opened all the windows, just turned it on and we left. But um, that's just a reminder. It's, it, just burn it off. Just let it burn and it'll go away and, you know, let it run for a uh, half hour, an hour, 40 minutes, two hours, whatever it takes. And it'll get rid of that smell. All right. If you have a question, we would love to hear it. Uh, you can reach us at Mike and Jen at RVLifestyle.com. And one of the neatest ways to do it is if you just take out your cell phone and do a selfie. Just do a selfie and ask us, uh, record a little video of you asking us that, and then email us that. And uh, we can put your questions on with everything else. So Mike and Jen at RVLifestyle.com. We love hearing from you. When we come back, we're going to take you to California and one of these hidden campground gems that Mark Kep from campgroundviews.com keeps finding for us. Stay with us. Welcome back, everybody. And now it's time for something I know you've all been waiting for. Mark Kep has the greatest gems that he finds out there, these hidden campground places where you can go. And I know you're going to want to write it down. He's had a couple of weeks off, so he's had time to come up with something really good. Yeah, Mark had COVID and uh, he's uh, feeling better now. And he uh, filed this report for us. Uh, Mark is uh, from campgroundviews.com, which allows you to see in 360 degree views, uh, you can cruise campgrounds and you can actually book them right from his site. It's a really neat site. Uh, and he's got a campground for us, like Jen says, that you, you would not think is out there like this. And it's right in the middle of Southern California, not far from San Diego. You're going to like this one. Thank you, Mike and Jen. And hello, everybody. In today's hidden gem, I'm going to take you to a place that is honestly mine and my wife's hidden gem. It's located down near San Diego. Specifically, the city is called Bonita, California. Bonita, California has a county park called Sweetwater Summit Campground. As you can see from the photo on the screen here, this location has some of the most amazing views found in California from from a campground. It's full hookup RV camping, terraced onto a hillside, 
paved roads, concrete pads, tons of space between sites. Just an overall beautiful spot to go camping. It is definitely our hidden gem. We return there every time we go to San Diego to go camping. They have a water splash pad for summertime. They have restrooms. They have pavilions. They have these amazing both pull-through and back-in sites. During the spring, this area is stunning. It gets quite a bit of moisture, so it gets very green. What makes this park also very unique is that there is a hiking, biking trail um, system that can take you to a top of a beautiful view. And this photo is of that view looking back towards San Diego. One, some people consider it a negative. We actually consider it a positive. But one of the negatives, if you want to call it that, of this park is it's located underneath the landing path for San Diego International Airport. We found it unique with our children because you would see all sorts of different planes coming overhead. And so we would track those planes on the different sites that are out there and allow our kids to know, hey, that's a United Air whatever flying overhead. So it created a really unique experience for the kids to understand that. This last photo here actually shows the mountains that you ride up to the top of that ridge there. Stunning location. Sweetwater Summit outside of San Diego, California, specifically in Bonita, California, is our hidden gem of the week. There will be a link in the description below that will take you to this page so you can learn more information and add it to your itinerary for future travels. We hope you're enjoying these hidden gems, getting good use out of them. Let us know if you've stayed at any of these parks before. Back to you, Mike and Jen. Well, that really was a hidden campground view. And if you'd like to find it, just uh, follow the link on the screen. It's also in the show notes at rvlifestyle.com. There we go. We do want to hear from you guys, though. What's up with you? Share it with us. Send us videos. We want you to do those selfies. Yeah, you know, I've been thinking about that, Mike. We just came from Hershey. We've got a lot of candy bars. I was trying to figure out how we could we ship could mail somebody them a, Hershey a bar. couple we, candy bars we if, a they, if they... Uh, Get a selfie. How are we going to encourage people to do this? So we could give them something. How about the the first five video questions or comments that we get from you that we can use on the program? We will send you some merch, either a book or a. We'll give you a book. Your choice of a book. Um, One of our books from our. uh, We had twelve different travel guides, so we'll send you one of those. It's an email. We'll send you it as an ebook. A free, a free book for the first five of those questions that you send us. Uh, we love putting your questions in the podcast. It'd be great. I think that's a great idea. Mike and Jen at RVLifestyle.com. That is where you send them. And with that, another episode of the RV Podcast comes to an end. We'll be back next Wednesday with more. And you can find uh, all of our podcasts, all of them archived, as well as fresh new articles every day at rvlifestyle.com. We hope you check those out. Thank you guys so much for being a part of the program. And happy trails. 